Hello and welcome back to Fan Critical and we have a very, very special edition of the podcast for you all today. We've been promising it for weeks and we are finally going to deliver because John has travelled across the narrow sea, mm. um, avoiding narrow. Uh, areas <laughs> of geopolitical concern and is now here in <laughs> Australia for the first time in four years, potentially, John? Uh, three years, three months. Three years, three months. And oh, is this is the first time that all three of us have recorded a podcast for, I think, four three years. Three years, three months. Oh, yeah, three years, three months. just said it. Yeah. So he just said it, yeah. Same, yep. Same um <laughs> So that is is a very special occasion, and uh, we thought, what better way to mark this special occasion than to see uh, the critical darling film, The <laughs> Batman. Now, you hear the laughter there. This is going to be an interesting podcast. It's definitely going to be worth the wait. Mm. Um, we have just, for the first time in three years and three months, seen a film together in the cinema, which has been a beautiful experience. Mm. Um, it's a different experience sitting next, good to, fun. Sitting next to John. Yeah. It is because John, I found this in London, you know, Gareth, when you moved to Australia and John was my um, carer uh, taking yeah. me to the cinema. Um, he, he, basically what happens is he, he likes to heckle everything that goes on. And, and sometimes there's serious tension going on and he'll just giggle and yeah. it really sort of undercuts the tension. Yeah. Um, makes it yeah. quite concerning. That is true. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I laugh at bits that are just really bad to laugh mm-hmm. at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like throughout this whole film. Um, <laughs> luckily, this time I was sort of a seat removed from John, but we we're in quite an empty uh, cinema. Yeah, it was quite quiet. Yeah. It was echoing around. Let's mm. just let's just face facts. Now, this is going to be. We've done an instant reaction, which you can go and check out now on Patreon, and then you can see how different our you know review is now. FYI, this is about an hour and a half after that instant reaction, so yep. stuff hasn't really had the chance to mellow. If you do want to see that instant reaction, you can go to www.patreon.com. <laughs> Forward slash fan critical and on the early plug, early plug, very early, early plug, very early. Three W's, the three W's, patreon.com forward slash fan critical. It's in the show notes. Um, and then you can see what we think and how it's changed. Well, that was our new nickname, the three W's. Yeah, good idea. Weasley wanking miners. (laughs) What was the first one? Weasley. Weasley. Okay, so I'm Weasley. Yeah, I thought that was me. No, who's wanking? You. Well, well, you're the one in your I pants. Genuinely, mate. guys, he's so literally sitting this in. is this is an admittance. It's what? so hot in Gareth's house. It's not so that hot. It's that, not that hot. I checked the thermostat. That Twenty-three I, degrees. That's I have fine. taken off my trousers and I am, in fact, recording in my boxes. <laughs> I'll do it for just for proof, for Patreon proof. There he is. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> the state of oh him. Oh my God! If that's not reason to Look sign it. up to www.patreon.com forward slash fan critical, I apologise very much for my pant wearing. In fact, no, I don't apologize for wearing Single pants. Single pant. Nothing wrong with wearing pants. In America, pants is trousers. Yeah. All right. Well, you in your underpants. Boxer briefs. Anyway, enough about my... Tell us bo- more about your flight path, John. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we went to see the Batman and this is going to be our spoiler spoiler field discussion. So there are, you know, everything is, is open now. If, if you haven't seen the Batman, stop listening round about now. Go watch it. Come back and listen to this because we are going to spoil the... F- fuck out of this film um sorry for the swear words unnecessary very unnecessary um okay i'm gonna go to gaz first um i'm trying to i'm thinking about this as i say it because i want gaz to go first because i know how this is going to go gareth can i have your hot take on batman can i have a blueberry score and an overall synopsis of your thoughts you want a blueberry score 
Mm. Uh, yeah, you can do it at the start. Or you can do it at the end of your blurb. Just remember all that stuff he was doing beforehand. I'll yeah. give you. I'll give you my blueberry score at the end. <laughs> um, I I enjoyed watching this film. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I went into this film fully expecting to come out and uh, thinking, "Fuck me, that has blown my mind," mm, and yeah. I am so glad that this is the way that superhero movies in inverted commas are going mm-hmm. right you know with the the nolan the nolan batman batman batmans batman batman yeah. batman Bat it was Boys. always like well this is a lot darker than it's superhero films batman outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, this is a lot darker than superhero films have been in the past and yes. you know you always sort of imagine that there's going to be a reaction to that maybe it'll swing back the other way the pendulum but instead, uh, instead, <laughs> instead, uh, I thought what we were getting here was it mm. was going even darker, and I was like, I like this, mm. and that was the vibe that I got before going into the film. It's also the vibe that I got up until about halfway through the film, where I oh. thought this is, for all intents and purposes, a, a serial killer movie mm. um, that happens to have somebody that that is Bruce Wayne and has a little bat hat on. Um, yeah, a cowl. Yeah, it was tainted. My my vibes were tainted a little bit, given that I was sitting next to John, who literally oh God. four minutes into the film went, "I hate this hot take. This is shit." <laughs> well, <laughs> no, that no is, say, those I, are the words was, he said. Yeah, well, yeah, I did say that, yeah. but I was like, well, "Well, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll get into yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come to we'll that. come to that. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. But it, uh, that always plays on your mind when you're watching something, but." I do think these thoughts are my own. I don't think I've been influenced on this. It lost its way in that on that the the angle that I was enjoying, that kind of dark serial killer, grimy, gave off seven vibes in terms of the the atmosphere. Um there's a little bit of sore in there as well. And I was enjoying that. And it kind of lost its way a little bit, I think, and ended up becoming a little bit too much of a superhero movie. And I'm fucking over superhero movies. I've said that so many times. Mm. Nah, um, you've never said it, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> First time I've heard of it. Yeah. Um, however, that doesn't mean it's a bad film at all. Mm. And, uh, and and overall, I really enjoyed it. There's a couple of characters in there that I would love to see more of. So, um, you know, I don't think this is a spoiler to say, I oh, know we're spoiling the film, but I don't think it's an early spoiler to say <clears throat> yeah. the Riddler is in it. And he's excellent. Oh, what? <laughs> That's when he went to the toilet. Um, <laughs> he's excellent, but we don't see much of him. Um, mm. I really liked early bits of the Penguin, but we don't see a lot of him as as we should. Mm. So there are things there that I think, hopefully they'll expand that more um, in the, 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 the sequel. I'm presuming there will be. Um, but for this, as a, as a standalone film, it was a touch disappointing. Still good. I am going to give it four blueberries, though. I think that's a good score. That's a great score. It's a great score. I'm happy. Oh, you're um, happy, are you? Yeah. Sorry, I'll give it three blueberries. <laughs> no, you said take, we'll take your first answer. Um, interesting, interesting thoughts there, um, John. I'm going to come to. In fact, I'm going to go next because then yeah, I want you to, it. you know, this is, end on a low. Can you say, can you sense how this is going? Uh, lovely listener that is going very it's like the good old days this is like the, this is like the proper you'd be old like, days oh yeah best film I've ever seen I'd be like honestly I wish I'd died halfway through that 
Mm. You'd be surprised. Um, I reckon we've agreed more than we've disagreed. I'm just some of the listeners have written in saying, "I wish John had died halfway through that." Yeah, yeah fair enough. So, um, I think you're gonna, the listeners are going to get annoyed uh, towards the <laughs> end of this synopsis. Um, so, here's what I think. I think that after the Joker, the most recent one with Joaquin Phoenix, this is uh, a continuation of that sort of Gotham city and universe vibe. And me and Gaz said this to each other throughout the film, that this is the most beautiful, in a, dis- <laughs> in a sort of disgusting, um, every everything's wet. <laughs> every, everything's, everything's wet. Everything's kind of gross. Uh, uh, depiction of Gotham that we've ever seen like the vis like the, just the rain right Gareth and the way that everything looks I mean, so I, awesome you know I love the rain so yeah. I wasn't thinking that was gross but yeah it, it when I said seven you know how seven has that, that vibe where it feels like if you yeah. touch stuff it's going to be gross. dirty and gross and yeah. slimy isn't that lazy that's what it felt like no 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 no, no, no. Really, so when we did our hot take I think Blade Runner came up it yeah might, that's it right might, it, it might have come up in the hot take or, or just before as that's right we yeah. were walking into the bar Mm. Um, I don't know. It's it's lazy, isn't it? What to? It's lazy to have to have to, <laughs> to be. Have... But, I mean, there's a, there's a literal scene where like there's a bunch of people yeah. with their umbrellas and the yeah. rain's coming down, and yeah. that shot is like it's Blade Runner, isn't it? Mm. It's just what? it's Blade Runner. What I th- what I think is interesting, and I'll elaborate on my point, is that obviously Gotham City is like based on New York, but it's this more depressed sort of grandiose version of New York, and Throughout this film, I felt like Gotham was a serious, serious character. Like it just mm. every it rained down, that. it rained down upon the pun upon everything. Like the scenery, the lighting, the way everything was shot. And I think and we've talked about this, John. You can't fault the cinematography. We've been through this, and how yeah. this is probably the best looking Batman in terms of if you want to see the Dark Knight, he is literally engulfed in darkness in this film, highlighted by reds. And these these tints and the visceral uh, like colors reflecting out of his eyes, it's beautiful. Like just watching this film, I felt was shot beautifully, um, and just the sense of horror at times in this Batman, I felt was more so than any Batman I've seen. Now, Batman is the greatest detective alive, and this is a detective movie, like Gaz al- alluded to. It I mean, is, we're British, so yeah, Sherlock, obviously, yeah, obviously Sherlock, a Sherlock, and then Batman, mm. but. It definitely has, like Gaz said, it's seven, it's sore, it's got those elements and there are definite nods to those films. Um, But, you know, for me, and I said this, I I think this is a fantastic film. I, I, I... I couldn't believe when John, John said he didn't like the opening. I thought the opening. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. He hasn't said anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, in the uh, hot take. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I thought it was stellar, and I, and I and I actually think that overall this is the best Batman apart from Dark Knight, which which at the same time gave me the before I went to see that film, I had the same level of excitement of going to see this film, and I think this film delivered on so many levels. Uh, Robert Pattinson smashed it. I thought he was great. Paul Dano is wow. He is like we'll talk about later. His, his performance is, is is absolutely just phenomenal, and uh, I want to see more of him. I like the new Catwoman. I like <laughs> Penguin. Um, you know, there's some fantastic performances in here, and we'll get onto some bad performances. I'm sure in a second with John, but um, I think overall this is the most gritty, dark, horrific, and psychological Batman uh, that we've seen to this to this point. And, and, you know, I'm just going to echo what the critics are saying, which is it's a fantastic film. Lazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's my take. It's a five blueberry for me. It's 
so far, probably my film of the year ahead of Spider Man. Um, no way. Than, uh, June. Well, June technically is. We saw it this year, but it, it was technically last year, right, Gaz? When that was it's. Uh, it's up for we, Oscars, we, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's up for Oscars. I tell you what, I tell you what, like, I love June, and, and we didn't get to talk about that on the podcast and how that was my film of the year before Spider-Man. It's very close. The cinematography in both June and this are stunning in their own different ways. <laughs> the cinematography is bizarre and beautiful in June, uh, otherworldly, which it needs to be, and in this is proper horror, dark, gritty. Um, <clears throat> I, will, uh, I, know, will, I will let that go yeah. because... I think that it's easier yeah. with cinematography of something that's fantastical. Yep. Yeah. As opposed to some gritty yeah. like cafe in New York, for example. Yeah, yeah. this so, is film noir, you know. This is yeah. this is a proper you know, and, and John, before we get onto it actually, I just want to mention something and why I thought you might like it is because it's opens just like Watchmen with Rorschach. Yeah. A, a journal, the narration by Pattinson I thought was very interesting. <laughs> And 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 I, I when that happened, I was like, John's <laughs> going to love this because he loves Rorschach, and I thought you'd like that sort because because Rorschach is like loosely based upon a, a vigilante style of Batman, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. you could definitely get those tones of it coming through. He's not a superhero. This is just a regular guy. Mm. You know, this isn't Affleck's Batman. This yeah. is this is the Rorschach style Batman. But anyway, your thoughts, please, John. You go. Uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> right. Um. I've spent years on this podcast defending DC because I like like gritty, like depressing, yeah. morose. I kind of hesitate <laughs> to say superhero films because yeah. sometimes they're not really like. Uh, arguably, Watchmen isn't really a superhero film. It isn't really like there Other are Doctor Manhattan. And... No, but it's so more it's about political. Elements. Yeah, I mean, yes. forget that there are like, forget that there are superheroes, or that there's at least one person that is, you know, a godlike figure. Yeah, you wouldn't turn around and go, you know, the Passion of the Christ isn't a superhero film. Wait a minute, didn't he? Um, didn't, didn't he have magic? Whoa, 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 <laughs> he came back from the dead. So, <laughs> hey, spoiler warning! Jesus Christ! Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So <laughs> if you haven't seen Passion of the Christ, um, uh, yeah, that does happen. Um, well, the bread thing he does as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, well, yeah, good. and there's like a party, and it's like oh, right, enough about Marvel. Enough about Marvel. Run out of alcohol. <laughs> the turtles. Yeah, right. <laughs> give us that water. Bang, wine. Yeah. Um. So everything about this film, go on. I should love because it is gritty. It is. Uh, it's dark. It's very like dark. Horrible. Mm. You know, it's um, yeah. You uh, pe- people it. were raving about Spider-Man earlier on in the year, and I was getting annoyed because I was just like, "It's too light. It's lazy, isn't it? It is lazy." And I, and I was on the Spider-Man pod. No, what? How many bloops did he give that? He gave it four, I think. No, I'd, I'd no, I wasn't on it. No, no, but, no but I think you messaged what, us and said four you? bloops. Oh, I think it's it, yeah. I, I think it would scrape a four bloop. Yeah, mm. um, I think you, I think we've got that in writing. So. <laughs> well, I, I give, give Spider Man four blues yeah. as well. And what did um, I give it, Gaz? What did I give it? Seven. But, but, but that, <laughs> it was the best movie ever. But that almost annoys me because it's like, uh, I just think it's a bit, it's a, la- it's a lazy film. I think it's easier to make the Spider Man film mm. than it is to make this Batman, for example. And yet I'd score the Spider Man film higher because I just enjoyed it more. Well, that's what matters. And I think isn't it? the. Uh, 
This what is the you problem. enjoy. This yeah, is the problem. That's all that matters. So <laughs> uh, Robert Pattinson gets cast as as Batman, and everyone's like, "Oh, fuck off." And I was like, well, do you know what? Like, I, I remember very specifically being in an office when people heard about um, Heath Ledger being the Joker. Yeah. And it was like, that is going to be a disaster. Um, and the Ben Affleck thing was the same thing. And look, his Batman didn't really take off. I didn't think he was a bad Batman at all. Um, he killed everyone, John. Batman doesn't do that. Well, yeah, but so what? There's nothing wrong with different takes of a character. No incorrect takes of a character. No. Oh, yeah, well, bat, anyway, it was, anyway. Bat, it was bat gun, so that's fine. Yeah, bat gun. Yeah, yeah. Mm. shot bat, bat killer. <laughs> um, I just, I, uh, I just was so bored. I was so bored with watching this film, and w- when I looked at my watch and I was like, "There's an hour and forty minutes left of this film," <laughs> I was like, "How has this? How have they not? How have the people that make?" or approve films, mm. give certificates, because mm. they have to watch it and go, all right, well, let's make sure there's no erect knobs in that, because if you've got an erect penis, immediately, no, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> no. You can have the tits and the, yeah. you know, woman parts, and that's <laughs> fine, but no erect penises. On so HBO, they do, okay. they will watch it constantly. Yeah. Um, Only erect women penises. But how have they not watched yeah, this and enough. gone, What's, there's another two hours to go, this is too long, this film, cut it. Um, I can't believe it's it's as long as it is. It's not the job of the penis checkers to that is manage true, how long yeah. the film yeah. is. Well, that's true. No, they're, that's, they're all about length, aren't they? <laughs> I think they're more about girth. Um, love length. But uh, I was gutted. I was gutted. Um, and when the film ended, and I was, I was kind of, when I turned to you and said, there's an hour left, um, I was like, well, let's see what happens here. And uh, And then I thought, what was going to happen is what I said in our 60 minutes to midnight pod mm, a while plug. back where I was like, uh, just kill him, just kill him, just kill him at the end. Mm. And I thought that's what had happened. I thought he just sacrificed himself. Oh, yeah, that was a weird scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll come to that, I'm sure. Where he was like, yeah, okay. So he's like, oh, yeah, he's... Oh, he's and it went in slow he, motion yeah, and the music was dramatic. Yeah, he falls into the water. And I was like, okay, well, he's killed himself. And he I gets was out like, of the water. Oh, all right, well, I'm going to have to... Uh, notch this up a blue because it's done exactly what it's a brave move but instead they did a very cowardly move they went oh no he just got out of the war he's absolutely fine (laughs) he does this whole thing where he's like Jesus or whatever like oh oh that orphan's knocking about again why is he in every scene he's in every scene (laughs) and he just fucking comes out of nowhere and he's like yeah okay so he walks out and it's like oh yeah because it ties back he's not an orphan he's still got his mum well, I'd imagine she'd die from the grief. Simpsons reference. Come on, mate. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Yeah, Dredderick Tatum. Dredderick Tatum. That but, is true. Uh, anyway, so, so they're, they're walking out, and I'm like, well, that annoys me. And then it goes to the prison, and it's like, why ugh, why, is he t- why have they put them two together? Honestly, because if you've got that prison... They're going to get up to mischief, And aren't they? yeah, some people will say it's not the Joker, it's Two-Face or whatever. Who cares? Not a prison, it's an asylum. Why would you... Well, whatever. Yeah. Why would you put them two together, honestly? Why would you put all the fucking lunatics together? Just winds loony me up. Loony bin. Get yeah. them all in the loony bin. The security guards sit in there whilst they're laughing together. I'm like, well, because they're clearly setting it up for a second film. And the, the irony is, I don't want there to be more films with Robert Patterson. However, I do think at 
a sequel would be better than this film. Doesn't mm. mean that I would want want it to happen. Um, I was devastated. To oh be God. honest, strong. no, that's that's too strong. How many bloobs are you giving it? Uh, I'm gonna have to give it two. I think <sighs> I'm gonna have to give it two Ouch. because it's like I'd give it a three if throw you in the loony bin, mate. Um, Sick of this. Not, but you, just not, <coughs> not with Riddler and not, not with, next uh, to Riddler. Yeah. No, yeah. but but that annoys me because I I, I think there's enough in this. Everybody's film. whispering. I think that's I think that's John McCann in the next prison. <laughs> <laughs> He's just screaming, going, ah, disappointed. <laughs> uh, Riddler, brilliant. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, but again, like even before the casting. Oh, sorry, even before the film, when you hear that he's been cast, yeah, like, fantastic. You're like, oh man, what yeah. a, what a great yeah, yeah. casting. Um, he is he. Uh, I know, like you said this during the film, then, but <clears throat> he's like the closest thing I think, Paul Dano, um, to a Kevin Spacey before Kevin Spacey <laughs> yeah, turned yeah. out to be <laughs> to what be, Kevin Spacey yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. But do you know what I mean? Like he can yeah. play that sort oh. of thing so well. The, the, I reckon. It, now, it, you're it, a coward. So if Paul Dano later on down the line, it turns out that he's been <laughs> delete this pod. Yeah, <laughs> censorship has. I've gone always mad. said it about him. Um, so what you're saying that American Beauty isn't a good film now? So that's what annoys me. About no, you. I love American. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And I that's love true. Kevin Spacey. I think Kevin Spacey's a brilliant actor, but maybe yeah. not. Mm. And I still think he is. Yeah. <laughs> so get him in more stuff in a way. <laughs> Cast him as the Joker next time. Let's Imagine. Imagine. Cast that. him as Batman. Honestly, just like just change it up. Um, so yeah, I have to give it two bloobs. Uh, because if I gave it three, do you not think the cinematography alone and the sort of directing, which I thought was pretty good, and and, and the score, which you like, like all these semblances of a film, plus the performance but of Dano, do you not out. do you not think that like... lifts you to a three just to, to have those key elements like deliver? I understand you didn't enjoy the plot and stuff like that, but when no, you but, when but, you but when you said this comes back to disappointments, mm. so it's kind of like if I had no expectations going yeah. in, remember. Again, I, I sent you the soundtrack. I was like, this yeah. this main song that they've got is incredible. I loved it. So just listening to that got me excited to watch this film. And I had an opportunity to go and I could have gone to see the Batman for free. And I turned it down, even though the person was like, well, do you know what? Just don't tell them. And I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah, I was like, I can't do it. Who no, was I'm it? not Lucy. Who was it? I'm not Lucy. Yeah, but right. when she watched but, fucking yeah. Game of Thrones and then pretended right. not to have seen but it. But who told Disgusting. you to do that? Oh, I'm, look, no. I'm not going to name him or her. You, or you're her. a coward. Um, <laughs> but I was like, no, do you know what? I'll go to Australia. I'll I'll take it in. And honestly, I was sitting there and I was like, I wish I had watched it because I could have fallen asleep in that cinema. <laughs> Jesus. And you'd be God. like, oh, you fell asleep. I went, well, no, I know the whole film. And you'd be like, well... Not caught him out. He was best. snoring for about twenty minutes, but um, yeah, I, I think it's uh, the disappointment outweighs the uh, the technical aspects of the film. I also think, from a philosophical perspective, when it comes to like a blueberry score, you don't. I don't think <clears throat> it's hard. I, you, I I don't think you do it as a mathematical equation. Like, okay, yes, I thought that the cinematography was worth zero point seven, and I thought the acting <laughs> was worth no zero point four. You just kind of go like, how much did I enjoy this film mm. overall? Yeah. And, no, then, I, I, yeah. and then you kind of score it, and then go, all right, why have I given it that score? And you try and work it out. So I think yeah. I think that's fine. I think that's fine. I that's- I don't want to go back to to June again, but time travel um <laughs> you look at a film like that and i think that's a slow film Very personally yeah well, and a lot it goes happens, nowhere yeah. at the end 
but I well, it doesn't. It, it really uh, doesn't. It's, it's, it's ambiguous because it's going to because the it's yeah okay yeah. fine. But you'd feel robbed as a moviegoer because you're like, what the fuck is this? Episode one of a new series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, like you can't do that in a film. However, I was still like, wow, like, mm. and I never got that from this film. I didn't. Mm. I didn't. But it, I guess it's an interesting question, which we'll come on to. Like, you know, we, we talked about Spider-Man briefly there, and there's only been like three Spider-Men. Um, there's been like nine Batmen, you know. Well, but but this is the problem. And, and, and this is what I said in the 60 Seconds pod, where it's like, you're right. There's been like nine Batmen in the space of three James Bonds. Yeah, exactly. That's mental. So, so for some people, even if they tell the story in a slightly different way, you do feel there's certain characters, you know, like it's Falcone, it's, it's an uphill Riddler. Yeah. You know, you've got these Catwoman again, you know. Anyway, but yeah, interesting thoughts. So we've got a complete, um, you know, just real mix of I, scores. I, I'll here. say this. I think they go in the right direction. I mm. think yeah. having a Penguin... I mean, Colin Farrell yeah, did a decent job. I, I think having a penguin like that, which yeah. is similar to the Arkham games, and you know, it it has that sort of. I think you said earlier, like the the visceral combat and stuff like that. I think that is good. Mm. I genuinely think that is the right direction for it to go in, which is why I'm so disappointed that they do everything I think they should do. Yeah, and yet I didn't like it. Okay. Interesting. Well, thank you for that, boys. That is a, a five from me, a four from Gareth, and a two from John, which I'm sure is going to uh, maybe delight some listeners. I'm sure there are some that are delighted at that. Um, but there might be some that are like, Falcone. how, yeah, how can you <laughs> give this film a two? Um, now we're going to, we're not going to do the film plot by plot. We're just going to talk about the film because we've got no notes. This is literally, we've come out of the cinema. We've had a couple drinks. Now we're on some lovely whiskey supplied by Gareth, Speyside Whiskey. Uh, which is a tradition, tradition that we do um, in front of the mic. Uh, tradition that we do in sixty minutes to midnight. The we, we all drink whiskeys and we can all enjoy a whiskey together tonight. Yeah. Hey, guys. We can't hear that. I mean, that's that's the slowest pour. He's just poured some whiskey. So, um, all right. What? what should... <laughs> that's the crisps. Ooh, there you go. So, uh, what should we talk about then, boys? Because we're not going to do um... this beat by beat, but. Get out! That's loud, wasn't it? It is loud. What I will say is, I think we should talk about Robert Pattinson's Batman just off the bat. Let's just talk about him as a character. Oh, he's done that by accident. Did it by accident? Didn't even mean it. He did um, as well because his face was like <laughs> surprised. Uh, you can see my face these days because we're in person. So, well, there you go. There yeah. you go. And see? also, I can see you in your pants as yes, well, which boxes. I will be posting to Twitter. Um, please don't. My mum follows me on Twitter. So, yeah. <laughs> um, um, but no, my mum's going to see those. Look. I I think he did a actually a very good job and and I said this to you in sixty minutes when we talked about the preview and how this Batman seems to be the most broody sort of goth like you know uh, emotional um, looking character and the, you know the opening salvo with him as the bat but then you also see him with just the eye makeup that he had on yeah under the crow cowl, like crow esque yeah. yeah and you sort of he looks sort of he looks this sounds bad like him in twilight like pale and sort of you know yeah but but he that that does sound very bad yeah it does yeah. but it but it actually looks pretty good and i felt that he was a more interesting take on bruce wayne a is Bru- it though for me yes but i understand for you maybe not but i thought it was 
an interesting take on the character who had sort of didn't have this nice relationship with Alfred. It's very strained throughout the film until there's a turning point. I also there's not much of a relationship. Like they have well, one you get, interaction. You get, right? the, you get the sense. Of it, I think their first discourse. And again, mm. I mean, look, you know, I've had a few drinks and we've only just seen it, but. Mm. I'm pretty sure their first discourse, he says to him, you're not my dad. Yeah. So, all right, mate. <laughs> yeah, but they're saying, yeah, <laughs> like, I know. But that's that, Alfred speaking to Bruce. Yeah. But that's what I mean about Bruce. Bruce. Not my dad. Bruce, Bruce has this chip on his shoulder, which quickly yeah. throughout the film, you get the chance, you know, this idea of the film is like the rich elite. Oh, Bruce Wayne was an orphan. How terrible for him. Boo hoo hoo. I thought that was very interesting as a concept. Whereas, you know, Riddler was actually an orphan. But Bruce Wayne's been walking around with his chip on his shoulder for his whole life, but he's had all of these other benefits that have gone on. And it, it, it takes something like this to bring him down to the level of he needs to be more than this angry, <clears throat> you know, sort of character. He, you know, but that, okay, but that. That does happen in... I know you were slagging off Batman Begins. So anyone that's listened to us, mm. Len was slagging off Batman no, Begins No, I said earlier. the end is very bad. Um, he, he said, said it was shit. shit. And he said if no. anyone who likes it, particularly you who's listening right now, yeah, you, yeah, <laughs> uh, you're a moron. That's that's basically what he said. Mm. Um, there's a bit in, in Batman Begins where Falcone in that explicitly yep. says to, to Bale... Um, there you go. So character to actor. Yeah. I'm not talking. No, I'm, I'm talking <laughs> Are you to talking you, in ciphers and riddles? Are you nice. talking in riddles now? He says to him, he says, uh, you know, you're Bruce Wayne. You know, what would you ever know about struggle? Yeah. And that's why he does the whole, he just, he leaves Gotham. Yeah. And he, he gets into like the black market and he starts stealing from his own company. And then he ends up with Ra's al Ghul and all that. Like yeah. it's League of Shadows. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that is that journey. It's not that it's not been explored. It's mm. just someone's gone, well, I'm an orphan as well. Yes. I do think that the the opening, the introduction to Batman as as vengeance. I'm vengeance. That's, I mean, like, that's what he's referred to as well. Like, nobody yeah. calls him Batman. Yeah. He's vengeance. That's, that's a good point, Gareth. No one does call him Batman. They, well, they say the Batman in the letters from the Riddler. But, yeah. yeah. But, the Batman. but Catwoman calls him Vengeance and someone else calls he him He refers vengeance. himself as, as the Vengeance. Mr. Vengeance. That's a fucking says. cool villain. Like, not villain, like vigilante name. Mm. Well, this is the problem. So you think he's a villain? <laughs> oh, no. I've misread so, the whole film. Well, yeah. So do you want <laughs> so, to change your score? Or? <laughs> <laughs> but the, 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 like, there were things in the opening 10 minutes that I think annoyed you, John, but there were things in there that I thought were excellent. I thought the scene at the train station with all the like joker-esque yeah gang. they were joker-esque yeah that they were cool i want to like, that's what i want to see what's more going on there well i don't know but it's halloween fucking, they were scary they were creepy it was, no, halloween. This was, a, it was halloween yeah this was this was obviously a gang because there was the guy who needed to beat initiation. up somebody else and he had half a painted face because he'd obviously done like one part of his yeah, initiation yeah, part time i thought there was a lot of potential in this world that was being set up mm. and like this dark night City, <laughs> uh, that was that. This whole setup of how how crime ridden and how fucked up the city was didn't really that didn't go anywhere. Do you know what I mean? It still mm. just ended up being these big crime like crime bosses of organized crime, and they were the problem. Mm. Whereas, like, what I wanted to see was that the city itself and the people of the city were corrupt and mm. it was all fucked up with everybody wearing creepy masks constantly. And Well, that's yeah. the Joker vibe, isn't it? Which was set up maybe decades before this, in, in theory, around the time when yeah. Thomas Ray- Wayne was running for 
mayor. And that's the interesting thing. They've gone through this real horrible time and they've sort of come out at the end of it, but they're still Gotham's riddled with crime <coughs> forever. Like it's riddled just riddled with crime. He, he, oh. Yeah. He's trying to free it, you know, it's been this perpetual cycle of violence that never gets broken. And um the, I, was, I was surprised to see that um sorry, I'm I sorry? I'm gonna say it just before I forget. I I was surprised to see that their death was two thousand and four. Because I think we, we were discussing like yeah. Is it? Would it be 80, in the same? It's like like yeah. 90s? The Joker set in the eighties. Eighties, that's yeah. right. Yeah, and and obviously they, you know, spoiler warning for anyone that hasn't seen the Joker, you know, Th- Thomas Thomas Wayne and, uh, and Martha, <laughs> Martha are shot dead at the oh, end of that film. Again, we see it again. So this can't be the same universe. No, and that's but it feels similar. It feels like it should be. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's kind of like, mm. but which is why this film should be set. Yeah, maybe like in 2005 or something. <laughs> but, you know, just roughly. Just 2000. Just who knows. Yeah. Um, he was trying I, to do that thing where he <laughs> says the sentence at the same time. As yeah. You. 2000. No, no, two sandwiches. Thousand. <laughs> 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 um, no, you um, are right. Like, it, it does feel like a shared universe. And we've talked about this with DC um, just briefly, that, that they've just decided to, after the fail, failure of Justice League and their sort of shared failure. universe, <laughs> the, failure <laughs> cyborg says that. Um, they've decided to just go fuck it. We're just going to tell self-contained stories, mm. and they yeah, are, which, they which are, is, yeah, which is which working, is, yeah, hundred percent working. Like yeah. Shazam was a success. Um, <laughs> no, no, it like, was a success. Success, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah. And, uh, you would say that Joker was a phenomenal success, obviously brilliant. Oscar winner, brilliant film. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, you would say Suicide Squad a success. The latest I, I, one, I haven't seen it. Very good. Yeah. Me and, Job, did me me and Gaz did a pod on it. Yeah, yeah, Maybe you should listen, listen to that. No, have interest. a listen. Okay, <laughs> but Gaz, you thought it was good. Yeah, it was, it was good. It's funny. It was good. Yeah. Um, and now this, and, and DC seem to be swinging for the fences and just doing their own thing, and I kind of like it. Um, I, I, I will say that we'll, we'll get on to some some. Uh, should we talk about Dano quickly? Because I I, I want to stay on the good stuff. Dano for me was <laughs> I bet you do, yeah. yeah. Um There Will Be Blood, right, which we all love as a film. Paul Dano in that is mesmerizing. I thought like, you were gonna talk about Girl Next Door. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Great film. Great I haven't watched that for ages. Um American Pie Seven. I felt this was this <laughs> this was that sort of Dano. This was that sort of Dano. This was hysterical full belief into something, you know, it completely committing himself to this role um we saw it in dark knight where heath ledger used some found footage style stuff and reportedly that was the first scene that christian bale and michael Caine ever saw heath ledger as the joker in where he shows mm. like him with his hostage guy and they some were like with them, they were literally shocked <laughs> um <laughs> Who's that? it was intentional obviously <laughs> Um, but this, this to me, I thought Dano's voice, I thought his yeah. charisma, I thought his just overall, ad, just application. He's to that great. Role. He's it great. He's great. Honestly, he's great. Um, I, I, I would, I wanted more of him though. I really wanted more of him. Wanted uh, more of him as well. This is without a, the this mask. Is something or? that I've been thinking about afterwards. Actually, mm. I think I did want more of him after the mask. I, I really liked him with yeah. the mask. Um, and. And there is a bit of me that's like, oh, if we had more of him with the mask, then we'd lose that kind of creepy vibe that he gives off. But he gives off a creepy vibe without the mask. But he is so creepy without it. Oh, my God. It would work 
He's. I want to see him as a character. Yeah. When develop. he when he's revealed, Gareth, I turned to you in the cinema and said, because because he's just at a, cof- a cafe, you know, everyone's seen this hopefully, and he he basically just is stirring his coffee or whatever. Um, and he turns it. I've just ordered some pumpkin pie, and he puts his hands up, and it's like it's literally um, an homage to Kevin. He's ordered some pumpkin pie. Rest him. <laughs> Take him down. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's literally an homage. It must be to Kevin Spacey in 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 uh, he's seven again. <laughs> in seven, when he walks through the police station, you know, with his hands up, because he's that strange-looking guy. Who's just, he's fucking strange looking, but it's strange in such a captivating way. He's put on a bit of weight as well. For this, I think, hamster isn't he? boy. Like uh, around oh, his face, he's 100%, like hundred percent. Yeah, just age though, isn't it? Like, yeah, I, I mean, don't know. Uh, he still look like he's got a little baby face. He, he's, but, I mean, there will be blood. He's young. Yeah, that's like yeah. fifteen years ago. Now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I, I thought, you know, if, should we look his age up? Should we guess it? Guess it. Oh, his actual age? Yeah, thirty-five. No way. Man. 41. Oh, right. Really? 41. 41. You're saying 25. Yeah? 35, 35 said, Jesus lunatic. Christ. What are, you, what are you thinking? I'm thinking older than, than that, to be honest. Calculating. <laughs> 43? I said 41, so you're just dogging me. 44? Yeah, say 44, because otherwise you're dogging me. No, I say 45. 44. No, he's not that old. I think 41. Um, Calculating. If, if he's in his 30s... Fair play, mate. I'll oh. spit this whiskey back I'm out gonna go, pour it in the bowl. I'm going to go back up. I'm going to go up slightly. 38. No, you can't do no, that. No, well, it's done. No, I'll stick with that. You've laid the anchor. Stick, stick with what you've got, I'll Gareth. stick with what I've got, don't, but I'm just don't, saying. Don't buckle to peer what, pressure. What did you go for? I see what worries me slightly. is it took, I was just looking at the calculator on my phone as <laughs> well. <laughs> clearly about quite a Calculating. Stop. And I'm just now Googling a number. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Right, right, so. He's literally, to find out Paul Dano's age, gone calculator and then... <laughs> And put zero into just, Google, and then Paul, Paul Zeno. What character? <laughs> Paul Gill Paul Gil of the Zeno community. Right. right. Anyway, so Paul right. Dano, actually. So don't. That's the one. Right. So he is thirty-seven. Gareth wins. Hell. Gareth wins. Fair play. If he had gone for thirty-eight, it would have been a tie. Well, he's so. terrible. <laughs> it would have been well, a tie because you said thirty-five, right? And I said forty-one. He's right. Older than so me. it would have been a tie. Just. Sorry? Because we're both three years away. No, if I had said 38. Yeah. No, if you had said 35. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can't change your rules. Fucking hell. Wait a minute. Am I had too much whiskey? Yeah. So Len no, reckons, because he he's 37, if I'd said 38, it would have split the difference. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, because he's not 35. Hold on. So, so there will be blood. 2007. Wait a minute. So, 14 years ago. I mean, if he was 38. Anyway, this is absolute tripe. Fuck me. He was 24 when he did There Will Be Blood. Yeah. Exceptional. Exceptional. How old was he in Girl Next Door? Let's watch that. <laughs> he's in Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Quality he's in that. Phenomenal in quality that. Quality in that. Vow of silence. <laughs> um, right, boys. Now he's just looking at posters hey, of The Girl Next Door. John, can you focus now, please? <laughs> nah, he's yeah. stuck. Um, Bernard. And when I say Bernard... Here you go. This is your time to shine, John. So uh, anyone who listens to us yeah, for dreadful. a long time, listener, we have a Westworld podcast. And Westworld obviously started fantastically with season one. Season two was a bit of a miss. And season three, which we still covered, was even more of a miss. And that was actually us three uh, before we became the Minutemen. And in Westworld, if anyone doesn't know, there is a character called Bernard. We won't spoil it for you, but he is a robot. Um <laughs> Spoiler warning. Yep. Um, that is a proper spoiler. Oh, oh <laughs> who the fuck's hell. going back to Westworld season one? Come on. Well, oh, no one now. Nobody's listened to now this. Now listen, 
Bernard <laughs> is played by Jeffrey now White, listen. who is a fantastic actor. Brilliant um, actor. But he is playing Commissioner Gordon. Um, mm. What a role. What was your take on the new Commissioner Gordon, John? What was your take? Well, yeah, you my, haven't said anything. <laughs> yeah. uh, my view on Commissioner Gordon was sullied because every time he said anything, John pissed himself. <laughs> now, that makes it very difficult when you're watching a film to objectively look at something because I'm just sitting there... In fact, for the for a lot of this film, which really annoyed me after you turned to me after the first four minutes and said, this is shit. I, I literally was like, I was trying to enjoy the film, but I was like, how does John think this is shit? And then that kept going through he my... He worries too much, doesn't he? He yeah. worries too much about me. Why? I'm not worried about you, mate. I'm the one sitting here in shorts. You're in your pants, mate. Like They're long pants. They look like shorts. And say boxer oh, briefs. Quite... Yeah, all right. Well, underpants. Yeah, correct, like, underpants. So, you know, you borrowed, get off your high horse. Why have you borrowed, like, your dad's boxer briefs? Like, hey, they're way hey. too big for you. Hey. <laughs> family, family heirloom, okay? That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, anyway, talk about uh, Commissioner Gordon, please. No, but what do you think of his performance? <laughs> Still hasn't Fucking said. hell. <laughs> so, his, it's his, terrible, isn't it? His performance is very expositional and it is very uh, repetitive. However, so repetitive. However, what I will say is... I actually really enjoyed his relationship with Batman. It felt it felt interesting to me. It felt different. Um, <laughs> it felt like it was them two against the world kind of thing. And yes, he was a verbal regurgitator mm. of of things that were literally shown to us for three second holds on like cards and and uh, ciphers and things like that in the film. But <clears throat> I did enjoy his repertoire with Batman when he wasn't verbal regurgitating. Do so you not? Right, so but so bearing in mind, and look, I, I'm not going to be too cruel by just going. We'll look at the the Nolan films uh-huh. because they're, uh, yeah. I mean, you've scored this a five blue, but it's like personally, I think they're worlds apart in terms but of quality. But that's fine. That's I would fine, give Dark fine. Knight a five, and I would also give Dark Knight Rises a five because I think it's a great culmination culmination of the series. Even though it's not a perfect film, I think the way it made me what feel would you give watching Batman Begins, fine. I'd give it a four. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well, fine. Um, and look, like so, that series has the opportunity, has the it benefits from having free f- films. So you've yep. got, so you can see the development of yep, and you might Gordon get that. through the promotions. And you stuff. might get that in the future with this. Okay, fine. But I look at this and think he might lose his job because he is incompetent. Do you reckon? <laughs> yes, yes, because he's he's terrible in this. Critically, film. people have said he's done pretty well. I'm no okay. joke about that. So because. Um, <laughs> I, I don't hate the film. There's no, but... there's no way. I, I, I will. I, so the, you can have differing opinions about whether or not you enjoy a film or yep. blah blah blah. I would never take anyone seriously again if they told me that his performance was a good performance. <laughs> what I thought was funny about his his character, to be fair, and you did make me chuckle several times when watching it, and and Gaz was also right next to you, so couldn't avoid. But your bearing chuckle. in mind, I was buzzing when he was cast. Mm. Because I, because as an actor, I like there, him. There were some lines that cracked me up. Where he's like, "Hey, man, yeah. you can't just break What's into this it? place." Yeah. There, yeah, it was bizarre. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there are some bits, but what do you think, guys? <laughs> Neutral <clears throat> view, maybe. No, no, he's he's really bad. He's awful. Um, he's awful. I think, <laughs> I think he that there was a point where like I just made a joke with John, and I was like, "How many times? <laughs> like, have you been counting how many times he's just read out?" a thing that we've seen on screen for ages 
Like that seemed to be his primary. I, honestly, I think about fifty percent of his lines were just reading too much, man. Either honestly. letters or cards, and it was hilarious at times because some robotic. of the cards, well, uh, ironically, quite robotic. But, like. Yeah, it was. But the cards were like little kid comedy cards, like, and he was doing it in his in his serious Commissioner Gordon voice, like, "Whose birthday is it? Who?" <laughs> Because <laughs> it had an owl on it and the word who, yes. like an owl. It was bizarre. But I said that to John. I was like, how many times has he done, has he read that He's out? He's just read it out for everyone in the room. like. And then 10 seconds later, he went, my yeah. confession. <laughs> Reading it out again. Yeah, it, uh, it, it was interesting. It um, was weird. I, I, to be fair, to be fair, I don't necessarily know his fault. That's whether script. it was his fault. I think... Oh look, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the script I, was awful for, for that character. Evidently, yeah. Um, I just, I like, regardless of the fact that we've just had Gary Oldman do Commissioner Gordon, Commissioner Gordon, mm. um, and I and, and look, it's Gary Oldman, isn't it? So like, when he's at his best, he's like tiptoes. Uh, that's a little uh, secret um, (laughs) secret little spoiler for anyone who listens to us in the future future remember to just put a pin in tiptoes next Mm -hmm. well we won't talk about that film Uh, if anyone anyone wants to just Gary Oldman tiptoes google it watch the trailer come back to us tell us if you think well I'd like to see what Jeffrey Wright would do in a film where he has to play a dwarf so (laughs) he'd read read everything out (laughs) mate he's played a robot what have you ever done (laughs) (laughs) No, well, I mean that's all he's done. Mm. So that's all he does. Um, yeah, I meant, in, I meant in the so... Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was, I was, I was just a bit gutted that he was so terrible. To be honest, you know, you you, you look at honestly, I I think the Nolan Batman's are a masterpiece. The 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 little montage of um of him realizing that it's it's Bruce Wayne. That's lovely. Right at the end, Beautiful. where he's like, and again, if you've not seen The Dark Knight Rises and you're listening to this, what are you doing, man? <laughs> what um, are you doing? But where he's like, sometimes all you need to do is it's just put comfort. a coat over, yeah, 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 comfort yeah. a boy. Yeah, and it does that little it feels thing. like the whole world has, le- has abandoned yeah. him. Yeah. So good. Beautiful line. Beautiful. But but that is like, you'd watch that that Gordon and go, this is, he's clearly a high riser in the, he's, he's going far. Yeah. I don't look at, that Gordon and go. He's going to be commissioner at some point. Well, I think he's going to lose. Already is at this point. <laughs> yeah, he's I think he's going to lose his job because yeah. he's been drinking again. Uh, everybody, like everybody's annoyed at him. Like every other policeman. Although, by the way, with the policeman, <laughs> it's some sort of matrix, like Mr. Yes. Smith situation. Yeah, like, I saw that. Why were there like billions of oh, policemen that were just that flooding, weird. flooding the hallways? Let's just set the scene. Batman has been, he's knocked unconscious after he, oh, I thought it was a very good scene at the funeral, tries to save this guy. Very sore-like. The, fu- the funeral with the, with the trapping of the neck. Yep. That is good, Very yeah. interesting. He gets knocked unconscious, gets taken into a police holding cell, tries to escape with the help of Commissioner Gordon. and Tries to escape because he's surrounded by, by policemen. first of all, like 50 policemen for oh, some maybe reason. maybe more. Maybe more. Which is a weird starting scene. And as he's escaping and grapple-hooking, like literal dozens of flights of stairs in an instantaneous moment... There are police spilling out of every floor, firing blindly in a police station. It is mental. You're right. That scene actually is quite like it's out of kilter with the rest of the film. Hundred percent. That is more of a Nolan Batman. Yes. 
where it's spiral like he staircase. Can do that and he it's does like that no shit. problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then he jumps off the building and he ends up landing on a van <laughs> and just clatters along the floor. I did like. I did like. At that. that point, John turned to me and went. Oh, that really hurt. No, <laughs> you, but yeah, but you were fucking hell, <laughs> but you started. Um, you well, couldn't stop talking about that. What, no, what, I, what I will say is I've, I actually quite like the moment where he gets to the top of the building and he looks scared of the height. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting because with Nolan's Batman, like you said, he can, he's got this tech and, and this Batman has obviously great tech as well, but he, he just flies. Spelunking. Fly, yeah, flies <laughs> without, a, without an issue. Yeah. This one, he has to put the wingsuit on, which is obviously real very you know you see amazing videos of it on youtube and stuff now um and i thought it was actually quite nice and refreshing to see a batman who hadn't been up this high before and had to jump from it or maybe has but is very inexperienced yeah but then in the background you've got like hundreds of police smith officers like <laughs> climbing <laughs> on top <laughs> of each other <laughs> it's just like spilling yeah. out like some sort of cockroach that was so weird i don't it know why bizarre. they did that, that i really that, don't that was a weird scene i do like the idea of batman being incarcerated and then literally ganged up on by those policemen. I thought that's interesting. That in the room is fine. It would be loads of policemen because it's Batman for fuck's sake. Yes. No, but wouldn't, wouldn't like the chief be like, can everybody get the fuck out of here? Like, what are you doing? Get back to your desk, you lunatic. No, but you'd be like, well, no, because it's fucking Batman. I'm I'm definitely getting involved in this. They'd be like, it's vengeance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Vengeance. <laughs> Definitely getting involved Mr. in this. Vengeance. Take Captain his pants Vengeance. off. Oh, he's masked. Um, <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, see who he is. Take his pants off. Oh, I just want to see if it's normal. So, <laughs> his bat, bat shaped. <laughs> I think what is interesting about this film is the fact that we can talk about it more as a psychological thriller than necessarily a superhero film, for the yeah. most part. Yeah. And I think that is something that kept it, for me, very interesting because we've all talked about and Gaz talked about fatigue of superhero movies, which is completely fair. And uh, Eternals this year, Gareth, completely mm-hmm. forgettable. We said Spider-Man No Way Home obviously was very fun. And it, and it actually, even though it was predictable and lazy, as you might say, John, I felt that it delivered <laughs> on, it delivered on a lot of it is lazy, wow though, moments it? in the crowd, though, where, where I like being in a cinema where you hear literal cheering, which me and Gaz were very fortunate to hear yeah. uh, at times, which was as very lovely. As opposed to booing, which I got today. <laughs> Only John. at the end. Yeah. yeah. Couple um, of times. But this this was refreshing because it, it literally because Batman famously is the world's greatest detective and this is a detective Again, movie. We have said <laughs> Sherlock. Yeah, of course. But I liked it that, that it took it back to those roots, and for me, it worked, and it was horror like at times with the strings and in the, in the score, the way that you know there's high pitched strings and a lot of the reveals of what the Riddler was doing, and obviously emphasized by Paul Dano's performance. I thought. For the most part, yes, the film's too long. And we can talk about the runtime now, like three hours, 15 or whatever, is too long. I do agree. I think half an hour could have been cut from that. It did lose, like Gareth said, in the pre, in the in the Patreon thing, and no spoilers for that, but he did say that it lost a bit of its psychological horror edge. Um, and if they had taken that time out, maybe it would have maintained that throughout. Did you Do you think there needed to be a... And not to reference Seven again, but I, I think the film would have landed better with you, John, say if not Selena Kyle's head in a box, but maybe... <laughs> maybe Definitely not. Maybe Probably something... Bizarre. Yeah. Maybe not something bizarre like... Ending. Instead of, instead of uh, Dano destroying the city, which is always a bit of a trope with these yeah. superhero films. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think the film does fall into that. I don't think it's a portrayal of what they've been trying to do, but I do think that it takes it away from 
that psychological edge that we talked about. But well, kill, you, it kills yeah. the character, doesn't yeah. it? But it kills you, Dano's character. But, but like, do you think Dano's character would have been better served attacking Bruce in a more personal way? They say it at some point where it's like he's only attacking X people. Yep. And it's like, and then suddenly it's like, well, this is the one. Well, Actually, Ave Maria. Yeah, that was pretty fucked up. I know up. he's going to just blow up the whole city. Mm, like, yeah. Why? Why? Mm. But you do agree that maybe, and I agree with you with this, by the way, that, that, that maybe if it took a more personal touch and, and maybe they didn't target Alfred through the middle of the film, but targeted Alfred towards the end and killed him um, as Riddler's final act. And not to say it's a loss for Batman, but it's obviously a loss, but... It's a win for good, Rid- it? it's a, Rid- a win for Riddler, and then it therefore shapes Batman into a different character. Potentially, like it's a little bit unfair on Alfred, isn't it? Like I, mean, I think he's Andy not done Serk- anything wrong. <laughs> like I mean, in terms of like what the Riddler's trying to do, it's like I'm going to take out everyone I'm not very happy with, mm. and it's like okay, fine. And then it turns into actually, well, I quite like a film that sets up. This evil, creepy villain. Yeah. Where by the end of it, you're like, well, has he got a point? Like, that's the Joker, isn't it? Like, a lot of people watch the Joker and they're like, I mean, society just collapses because of him at the end. But then also you're like, well, fucking people have been mugging him off the whole time. I could understand why I'd be annoyed. Mm. Here, it's just like, I'm an orphan. So I'm pissed off. Oh, so you're annoyed because you're an orphan. Well, I'm an orphan as well. You've got loads of money, mate. Yeah. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to kill everyone now. Kill everyone. But this is an interesting question. Do you think, because um, it's kind of alluded to in, in the that actually very good interrogation scene between Batman and Dano when he's out of the mask in a cell. Um, fantastic performance from Dano again. And even Pattinson there I thought was very good. Um, it's interesting to, to think that when this is being set up, he knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yeah. But then it changes and he's like, he's the one we didn't get, isn't he? So he doesn't know that Bruce Wayne He does bad. know though, doesn't but he? But if he does and he's so angry at him, why doesn't he just tell everyone? Yeah, because that's torture in itself, isn't it? Maybe, like hanging over him. He knows, of course he does. Uh, yeah, that's the. but it's interesting because I thought he did know, then I'm like... Ooh. Yeah. yeah, but you look at all the things that he's got set up, it's like, of yeah. course he knows. Yeah, I was looking he's at He's winding like, him pic- up, he's pictures, him off. Pictures of Bruce Wayne with, who is Batman yeah. around it? And all these yeah. police <laughs> officers in mm. there being like... Yeah, and then going, hmm. Bruce <laughs> Wayne. Yeah. Like, why are you saying it like that? <laughs> Because my name's Michael Phillips. Yeah. You know, I, I've no idea. Who... I'm Jonathan Paper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I think we've covered a lot of elements of the film. Mm. Um, I will say that... We've gone through the whole periodic table. <laughs> I will say that let's talk about what, what, what we hope from a sequel. Listen. What we hope from a sequel. Because Fire. I do I do think Water. there is going to be a sequel. Yeah. Um, Why, though? Well, because it's... Set up this is This is the highest probably grossing dc film for a very long time critically the most i, I mean I, I i haven't i haven't had a look at it but it's topping the box office every single week and and the the thing about it is this is a young batman this is batman two years in young man young man uh this is him two There's years two years in, into his uh what do you call it his uh his vigilanteism age and age um only two years, <laughs> two years, two years, two years old um who do you want to see as the next villain? Because you mentioned Joker. There's that, there's that really awkward scene with Dano and, 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 and someone who we maybe think is a Joker. I think it's Misdirection. I think it could be Two-Face or someone. Who's Misdirection? <laughs> a terrible DC villain. Do you remember that quiz? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Dinosaur yeah. Man. Professor Plastic. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but who? What villain would you like to see next? I mean, out of interest, like let's say not the Joker. Anyone but the Joker. Let's I think Two Face is a likely candidate, and I mean the only the only thing I think that's missing there is that yeah. For if it's going to be kind of true to form, true to Two Face form, mm. he needs to be somebody that's kind of prominent and present yeah. already. Um, whereas <laughs> this is evidently somebody who's already locked up and is 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 behind the scenes. It's, so. a, it's a shame about Two Face because I actually think that um, Harvey Dent within the Nolan universe is extremely well done and yeah. comes out of literally nowhere, unless you know lore or you know unless you know the character's name. Yeah. Um, other people watching it towards the end of Dark Knight are just like, "What the fuck? This is crazy!" Um, so <laughs> it's a weird audience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you watching a film with you. Yeah, shit. Shit. Um, shit. You know, I think hey, two. I, th- I think Two Face would be interesting. I thought the Riddler was a fantastic choice for this film because Jim Carrey's one, you know, is completely camp and over the top. But oh, quite. Uh, it's, it's look, at the quite time, similar to, to Scarecrow, really. Yeah. Yeah, Scarecrow. Scarecrow, also similar mask, similar vibe. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. Fear, you know, psychological in a way. Yeah. Um, that would make the most sense. Like, I think Two-Face only really works when you've built that relationship yeah. up. Yeah. And it's too tied to the mob again, isn't it? Which is a bit of a problem with Batman. It feels like when they start out these... They, you'd bat- have to go all in with Penguin, I think. If He's got his own... That. But this is the thing with Penguin. He's got his own HBO Max series coming. So he, we're going to be penguin now with Colin Farrell. With Colin Farrell. Oh wow! But I think this penguin just greenlit. I think... <laughs> <laughs> who plays Who plays penguin in this? I don't Colin know. Farrell. Colin Farrell. <laughs> Did you not know? Are you kidding? No. Yeah, he's got prosthetics. Unbelievable on. prosthetics, bro. That's unreal. Yeah. Has that blown your mind? That is unreal. I yeah. honestly didn't know that. He's gone from Daredevil to this. That's nuts. Because I loved him. <laughs> I, I loved yeah, it. Was him. Good, yeah. I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. It's called, I got Colin. you. What? I, I got, got you. you. But that's him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's fucked. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just want more of that. I yeah. want more. Well, of he's that. got his own show, Gareth. So you're going to be spoiled. You're going to get like ten episodes. Oh, I'll take that. Penguin. We'll do free blues. We get free blues. Yeah, free blues. Um, yeah, he's excited now. You've excited John. No, but this is the thing. Like, I watched that trailer. I was like, Jesus, I'm going to love this film. Hmm. And I thought after our 60 seconds to midnight, I was like, so I did that. And then I got really into that music. I loved it. Loved it. I was like, fucking hell. Patterson could be, he could do nothing in this film. I'm going to love it. And yet I didn't. That's the, it's the disappointment that floods me. Eh, It's interesting. There's a flood in this film as well. So So, it all ties together. Yeah. Um, well, other thoughts, boys? Anything you want to add before I close out this Batman podcast? Because I think it's been an interesting discussion. And although I see your points of view, obviously I love the film and I really enjoyed my experience, especially watching it with you guys, something that we haven't been able to do for three, three years and three months, as I've been reminded several times. Um, well, when was the last time we saw a film together in the cinema? We went to see Spider-Man. What? <laughs> no, all of us. No, Spider-Man um, Into the Spider-Verse. No, I no, wasn't there for that. Oh, God. So eight years ago then. Uh, it was, uh, Straight to eight no, years. It was su- it, no, 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 it was Superman. And it was, what's the, what's the film called, Gareth? With um, Henry Cavill's uh, first Superman. Man of Steel. Henry Man of Steel. Cavill. Man of Steel was the last time. Man of Steel, Jesus. Super screen at, at O2 yeah. in London. 
quite no, liked it. People shit all over it. How loud it. was it though? Yeah, but I don't mind that. No, neither do I. I'm deaf now, but it was fine at the time. Huh? Huh? <laughs> um, Three bloops. So you yeah. think Man of Steel's better than this film? Uh, yeah, Ooh, I think I gave that like three bloops. That's unbelievable. John, yeah. John, yeah. I can't take you seriously. Why? Because Man of Steel's not a good film, bro. It's okay. No, no. It's an okay no. film. Yeah, but again, like this comes back to people just going, oh, I'm not happy with this. Why can't Spider-Man... Uh, Spider-Man? Spider-Man? Why is Spider-Man in it? Fucking hell. That's why I didn't like why it. Why can't Superman just be a little bit more like Christopher Reeves? Because the world's moved on, man. The world's moved on. No, I like Henry Cavill. I've got no like Kevin Costner. Cavill. Kevin Costner shits all over any performance in this film. You can't tell me that there's a performance in this film that's better than Kevin Costner's in Man of Steel. Paul Dano. By a mile. No, not him. <laughs> Don't I rest my case. Yeah. Um. No, fucking Colin Farrell. Yeah. Your parents now. Go and watch that back now. Colin Farrell's better. No, he isn't. No, he isn't. He's, no, I'm, he isn't. My mind is just blown. That's no, Colin go Farrell. back and, no, as parents, go back and watch Kevin Costner's performance in that. It's incredible, man. Okay. It's incredible. Well, you heard it here first, uh, guys. Man so of... anyone there that's become parents recently mm-hmm. um, that hasn't watched Man of Steel, go back and watch Kevin Costner's performance in that. It's incredible, man. All got, right. Got more things to like better things to do. That's true, Gaz. Then watch a three blue movie. Less than three. It's too easy. Um good score hands, hands him, in right? yeah. Yeah. Um, well one. thank you boys it's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure uh, we've sunk a lot of whiskey some G&T's pleasure multiple beers very uh, Terence and Phillips of you ah, absolute pleasure um, thanks guy we'll bring you probably one more 60 minutes uh, podcast before John heads back or trudges he hasn't back. signed up for that yeah, I'm, I'm not happy with it he's, he's not happy look at him grizzled he's, he's angry because Batman was a fantastic film but he somehow couldn't attach himself to it emotionally um, it's been an interesting podcast. Thanks Future for joining us. <laughs> uh, you can email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. The notes are in uh, the emails in the show notes. But <laughs> I've had too much whiskey. The notes are in the email the notes show. Are in the notes. It'll probably cut that as well. That, nah, <laughs> stay in. coward. Stay what in. coward. Um, what I will say is. Uh, You'll pay- cut out that bit about. About him, with him singing as yeah. well, yeah. it? What I will say is that Gareth, doesn't make it. He took his pants off. Yeah. Gareth, Patreon's been uh, producing some good, decent content at Nate, the moment. there is some stuff on Patreon. If you want to join you. our Patreon, now Please is do. the time because we're, we're oh, up in it. Wicked man, we're up in it. Look at I, thought, I thought you were about to say Patreon. we're floundering and we're going to can it unless you can sponsor us. Definitely not saying that. It's Patreon's going and going strong and anybody who has who previously signed up to Patreon and has since left, check it out again. There's way more stuff on there. I, I will say we've upped our Patreon game. Um, but not only that, just the general money uh, it makes a huge difference towards the podcast. Little so video, isn't it? Did a little video. We've got a video up there now. Go check it out. Actual video. Um, Wait. You, you can put names to faces, faces to names. I'll tell you voices what. Voices to faces. I'll tell you what. Um, there is a Patreon that we need to shout out. I, yeah. I told him we'd do it on our 60 Min's yeah. episode but we'll do it now just do in case now. you listen to this because this well. is essentially a 60 minutes podcast yeah. whiskey <clears throat> the three amigos and we'll do it in 60 minutes as well fucking call All us right. the three amigos hey it's not the 80s could be should have been should be yeah right. the three padres go on then go on then <laughs> All right, ben ben mcmain um, ben mcmain uh <laughs> geordie boy from oh, Ge- yeah. from the geordie show why i lad is he newcastle of Sunderland. Uh, I believe he's a Newcastle he's fan. A Newcastle he specifically said he is a football fan and he's from Newcastle. So yeah. um 
So there you go. So uh, luckily, your team is rubbish now, but Yay. I'm sure you'll have many years of joy. Right, because flying at the moment. Almost top 10. By, by their success. An oil state. <laughs> but we love you, Ben, even if we don't love what your football club now stands for. Um, please don't we'll leave take us. the money, though. We're <laughs> In a way, we're the same. Fund we'll us. take money from anyone. It's not about your political stance. No, th- thank you, Ben. Thank you for your lovely words as well about the uh, the 60 Minutes podcast and, and the Minutemen. We do appreciate that. We appreciate the love. About me, wouldn't it? Or- um specifically well or... i don't think he'll like you if he i reckon if he's seen this he's gonna give it five and you're gonna give it two and then you're gonna be i'm just gonna wait and see what john says and then i'll just agree with that ben ben seems to me like he would be more of a balanced view for blueberries i reckon he's given this well three surely four's not balanced anyway anyway, anyway patreon.com forward slash fan critical please do sponsor us if you can we would better stuff very this on there. very much appreciate it i want to thank john and gareth i want to thank gareth for hosting i want to say sorry for hosting my pants <laughs> uh boxer briefs yeah, um, <laughs> gareth should have put the aircon on and it's, it's a million degrees in here 23 degrees a million degrees i'm struggling um, i'm gonna go home to beautiful aircon um <laughs> <laughs> john thank you cheers mate thanks for flying over yeah i'll fly back now yeah bye see you thank you very much for hosting and thanks for the brownie and spaghetti bolognese i had before we began recording you're welcome you can thank my wife for that i will do anyway bye everybody and remember we are vengeance (laughs) okay